Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. for some fun. Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working night to five. Morning, Tallahassee. It's Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse with Scott Coward. We're He's finally here. back together. We're back again. Together. Together. For now. For now. Meaning we don't see each other a lot, although we talk a lot. We work together. We, we, we text. On occasion. Do you want a water? No. <laughs> That's our text. <laughs> no, I'm getting a diet coke. Well, we sell houses, so we typically have a weekly show. We've had to uh, bring some pre-recorded because of Thanksgiving, and then it was the the game, you know, the Florida Florida State game that weekend. We were, you were a lot town. going on. There's been a lot, uh huh. But we're back. We are back. More importantly, so mm-hmm. everybody's been waiting for the uh, the new installment of Patty's Playhouse. And here we are. <laughs> it's the new installment. I mean, that's funny. I think you got to call it something. An installment sounds good. It is. I mean, unless episode. it's a bill, then it's not good. Yeah, and this. This we'll start the sixth year coming like I think next week or so. Yeah, who knew? Five full seasons of Patty's Playhouse are in the can, uh, as they would say. <laughs> We're syndicated. No, yeah, that's a lot. 
I don't know. Do they? How's it feel to have a show? Let me ask you. How does it feel? Yeah, like, do you enjoy it still? Is it something you like? Do you feel comfortable doing the show? Oh yeah, I feel comfortable doing it. It's um, because I, who I am, and do this on the regular. I think it's probably less of a thing for me than it would be for you. Most people would think that you are an extrovert and I'm an introvert, and the reality is that I'm the extrovert and you're the introvert. So, I go off of my energy. Like, how much energy do I have to be able to to go to an event or? Or do the show, it's energy. Level. I always find the energy for the show because I find the energy to talk to people. Yeah. I mean, I I don't mind it unless, you know, something's going on. I really do enjoy it. It's not. usually my favorite day of the week. Right. So I think it probably is more so something that would we be... We used in, to drink on your, the show. That was in fun. In your wheelhouse than, than mine. Yeah, that was fun, actually. We should go back to that for season six. We should go back <laughs> to drinking. And well, it's it was not, garnet and gold, as I it recall. It was. We, garnet was wine and right. gold was beer. I'm back on wine to, because in, in winter time, you drink. I like red wine. Do you mull the wine? I'm, no. I'm... <laughs> But I'm That's not drinking. But I'm not drinking. But I'm not drinking red blends anymore. I'm drinking cabernets. Oh, I mean, the more you drink, the more it it starts to taste like grape juice. So you, you got to change you, it up. I mean, I'll be drinking port before you know it. I've got to tell you. You know, and I'm not really drinking at all. Yeah, I haven't been drinking that much either. But I've been, I've been down and out with a bit of a head cold, along with everyone else in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't really been drinking at all. I don't feel the difference, like. I mean, we could do a garden goal. It'd be hilarious. Like for me, I don't. I'm not the type that gets tore up, if you will. It it, it is a piss. It's you're it's, not pissed. No, you're not taking it's a, a piss. It's a calming effect for me. Like it just because I soothes I'm, you. Well, I'm a very high strung individual, in case the viewers don't know, <laughs> and I have a lot of energy. I am going all the time it is very hard for me to. and it's really easy for me (laughs) to so for me it kind of calms me and allows me just to sit and not continuously be busy which is hard for me because i always feel like i should be doing something we should change up the show a little bit we gotta figure that out like in a week (laughs) no pressure i gotta like no pressure i think we should change it up i mean every every year's been a little different well but we do sell houses we fix them up. Scott stages them and styles them, and then we sell them. We help buyers buy homes. I appraise. Very scarce. Very scarce appraising. Um, we do a little bit of property management. Very little. And a lot of design work as of late. It's very bespoke on the property management because there's a lot of interviews that take place before I'm going to take on that liability. But yeah. And, and what were you saying? Just a lot of design jobs yeah, you're doing as, a lot. as of late. So it's just been, I mean, we've been busy on all fronts, quite frankly. It's been nice. Guns a blazing. It's nice. And we have a big January coming up. So that's nice, yeah, too. Sure. And a lot of it is attributed to, at this point, the length of the show, to the show listeners. Oh, so absolutely. Happy no holidays. Merry Christmas. I mean, and everything like that. It's been amazing. And everything like that. And yeah. we had two new listings come up this week that we have received multiple contracts on both so I'm yeah, sure they will see. be uh, they'll be done real quick and we need more so if you're so. interested and you want to get 10 to 15 over definitely let scott have an opportunity well, to a, tell you one of the realtors called me yesterday and said because we put everything under your name and i'm the co-listing agent mm-hmm. because i'm not in the office and so mm-hmm. if they want to speak to somebody that's typically you <laughs> so i one of the realtors called me because 
they were bringing their team out. So it's another brokerage who has multiple people at their brokerage and brought their team out to see the house that I did. Oh, nice. And it was one of the offers that we got as well. But what's interesting about it is that I got feedback from all of them. And? and it was all positive. It should I be. Say? It was I mean, cute as it a was, button. It really was. That little it house was, on Bombadil. Yeah, I mean, it was just a really, I felt like it was an easy job, but I'm sure most people wouldn't see it that way, but it's just the way my head works. Anyways, it was very nice of them to call and take their team out. And they were really going for a reason for someone, a customer, which we got an offer. But on. they also but, got a lesson but they, and presentation. Right, but they brought multiple people from like five of her team with her to show it. And I was like, oh, that's... It is. I think it's really important that people learn the art of presentation because um, Radio John back there, we went to go see a house this week in Kelowna States. How was that? Uh, a sh show. Hmm. The pictures were adorable. And oh, then you walk in you were and it catfished. was filthy, disgusting, nasty, reeked, all of those things. And yeah. a disappointment on top of it with no furniture and just like dirty rags sitting down. So feedback, I wrote, have they given up on life? Like, what <laughs> have they done? Have they given up on life? <laughs> I mean, that's not funny, but it's funny. Sorry. It was disgusting. I don't understand like you're trying to get 355 for this house. It's been listed since July. You've had two offers that have gone away. So two contracts that have failed. Scott, you walked in. First of all, it was an angular house. There was no square room, which is fine. It was very interesting to see. The filth. The filth in the carpet. It looked like dead body, like cadaver fluid. I mean, it was bad. Also, angular rooms, just as you're talking through it, those are homes that certainly should be staged because they're, you don't know what to do they're with them. very hard to understand. And so perspective is important. And it's another one. They added an island, but you can't open up the oven door and you oh, can't open favorite. up the dishwasher door because they have an island. The island is massive. Is it? And it's built in. Obviously. It's built in with mm. it's massive. And for no reason. So they have they have chairs around it. Move the chairs so that somebody could open the oven. I didn't want to open the oven, okay? Because it was disgusting. The refrigerator, it was just disgusting. Anybody want to know? Just text me. Okay. I, I don't know many islands that actually get used for bars anymore. They're really. It had a bar. I, I get it. But and I'm, it had an island. Right. But I'm saying in back in the day when we were growing up in the 60s and 70s, mm -hmm. uh, an island or bar, if you will, in a kitchen was utilized typically for kids or whatnot to eat or mm -hmm. why the why the parents were in the uh, the kitchen. They're not made for that today and they're not really used for that. And the spaces are so much larger than we had back then. So I feel like when you. When you create a bar or island, it really is for the surface, not necessarily for the use. The working with bar surface, stools. the cooked right. surface. So sometimes I will stage with bar stools in the event that I feel like it's actually usable. But nine times out of ten, they really aren't. No one knew what they were doing in this house. I mean, it was really, it had beautiful shutters, beautiful plantation, and the windows galore. It was beautiful. It could be so beautiful. But it will take 50 grand to just make it livable to be able to do everything because well, it's a lot of square footage. That's that's the problem also is that, you know, if you don't do it as 
we typically do it for every dollar you don't spend it's five dollars the way that you're describing it now so 10 15 thousand would go a long way they, even, they should have even never if, let their furniture out of that house ever i so the pictures does it have the furniture in yeah. it? yeah so so cute mm. and then you move the furniture and you realize there was like 12 dead bodies on it it was awful well, also, you know that carpet where it's I just grunt brown mm-hmm. yes. under a bed. Yes. What happened? Hey, so this is Jacob Johnson. It's my cousin's song. So JJ. We'll talk about, yeah, Jacob. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stay with us. Through all the small towns, lines, big city headlines. I know you got a song to play for tonight. Talks about a new world in the morning, new world in the morning, so they say. I myself don't talk about a new world in the morning, new world in the morning, that's the day. And I can feel a new tomorrow coming. Welcome back, it's Patty Wilson at Patty's Playhouse. Sorry. So, yeah, a little bit. I mean, but you know. Anyway, so my dad passed away last Saturday. And he was a big whistler. And he loved Roger Whitaker. So that's that's what that song was about for my dad. Well, because he loved the whistle. Homage. He would whistle the whole song. It was really, I cannot whistle anything. I, I can whistle, but my dad does this undertone whistle like it's not a whistle it's like uh-huh. like oh yeah. almost that's like, what chris does my yeah, husband it's not like a true whistle it's yeah. almost like i don't know dad was a big whistler i mean he whistled over thanksgiving the week before he passed he was whistling so it, it happened quickly thank god that he wasn't sick for very long or lingered but he did pass away and then the song before that was my cousin's son so he's my second cousin jacob johnson and it's called small town spotlights it's on spotify itunes anywhere you want to hear it so does he still live in what is it pennsylvania or kentucky jacob lives in um actually he's in nashville now okay he was it was clarksville tennessee was where he was raised but he's living in nashville got it got it yeah, he's living I mean, in Nashville, so and he's very kind of what you have self-taught, to Self-taught, like taught himself the guitar. He could play by ear when he was like seven and eight. It's amazing. So now he plays little gigs. It's nice. good. He's I got mean, his first single how, out. How old is JJ? I think he's like Alex is maybe a little younger than Alex. When Alex came home from Afghanistan, he was at um, Fort Campbell, which is in Clarksville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. It kind of straddles Kentucky Tennessee border. And he stayed with them a lot. So, so that's what, how we what, got to know them. How old would that make him? 30-ish? Alex is 29, so 27, 28. His okay. name's Jacob Johnson. There's several Jacob Johnsons, so just small town spotlights. There's several singing yeah, Jacob Johnsons? Yeah, on, on, yeah. Goodness. On Spotify. We're going to have to work on a new name for him. JJ. I Jacob. mean, if there's that many, I know. You, need I know. To be, you need to be able to be identified. And licensed. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. We'll it's see how he does it, but yeah. Is there a Jake? I don't know what there is. There's I have no idea. Yeah. But he has a manager. 
well. I mean, the manager should do Should we call his manager? Do we <laughs> have time? John, John, could you get his Brandon. manager on? <laughs> could we... We get us. Could you be? His, yeah, I'm sure he has a great manager. I'm sure we just. Oh, I can up. tell. There's like 18 Jacob Johnsons. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like shout out. How many Luke Bryans were there? Do you think? I I don't know. I mean, it's even like us with the brokerage. Like it was you research. We were researching our name first. So today well, I was going to talk about school zones because it's been. I, I think it's on everybody's minds. What's going on in the schools and that kids were at home doing the zooms. So then the parents could really see what you're being taught in the school, right? In our area, we have quite a few charter schools, not very many private schools. So if you want to... There's a lot of private schools here. Not as many as like where I'm from. Not like, like bigger South city, Florida. Yeah. No. Because like, the school system... There's several is... and they're very expensive. I mean, like I think Holy Comforter is like 10 grand a year I... for like one kid or that's, something. Nonsense. That's on the light side. It's very expensive. So charter schools are... Uh, Public school money, it's like public school, there's no tuition. You probably have to pay your sports fees, that kind of thing. And it, it does take away from the true public school. So today... Well, you're saying in the taxes that the are The taxes paid, are applied, go to that. But if, it doesn't go to public school, private school in Florida. Right. So today, before the Supreme Court, there was a Maine family, M-A-I, Maine, the state. They wanted to be able to use some school choice funds for private religious school okay and of course the state denied them and it went before the supreme court and it looks like if the questions are anything it looks like you should not be harmed by choosing to send your kid to a religious school the money if it's the money is assigned to the child the child should be able to as long as it's an accredited school it's not like rainbow bright or something then you should be able to do it so it'll be interesting if they change that i went to private school in pennsylvania and the state paid for, because school was mandatory, the state paid for Isn't the- Isn't it mandatory everywhere? Yes. Okay. But the state chose to pay for the busing and the books. So our religious book, our religion book was paid for by the, the religious school. But the other books, the math, you know, the normal curriculum was, was the same as a public school. I mean, I'm, I'm not really- thought this through totally because you're it's spontaneous because you're, but but quite frankly it m makes a little sense if you ask me that if it if you're going to the school specifically for religious reasons then i get that right but if it's because you just want a different type of education because we're not taught religion in schools any longer right. you, you can't do that right so Public if school. you're going for that then it makes it kind of makes sense but mm -hmm. at some point Everything gets pulled apart, and you can find that that one thing. So, at what point are we just going to allow everybody to choose to go wherever they want to go well, and use whatever funds that are appropriated to go towards that's that? That's what and that, that looks and like that is going to happen. And that, to me, makes sense. I don't disagree with that logically. I have a child through, is do yeah. the. I mean, as I'm pay taxes. Right. I don't have any kids in school. You pay taxes. You don't. Have, but even when we had kids, like. There's an allotment for each child. Correct. Why can they not take it to another school? No, it makes it makes sense. And I am a private school child, so I do My feel kids that are way. Private but, school children. But I just well, up it, until it'll high be school. very interesting. But it definitely felt like from this from the SCOTUS Supreme Court questioning that that's where they were. They were like, well, why can't it be that way? I've never truly thought it out, and still haven't. So I, I appreciate anybody who doesn't agree with what I'm saying right now, but mm -hmm. just on the surface, it makes some sense, which 
I'm all about something. Make the kid sense. has to go to school. Right. And so why not pay for the bus? I'm like, here, it's like, well, if I, if I, it, it, it is a punishment. I think the school board does act like it's a punishment listening to some of the school board meetings if you're trying to what's send your the, kids even a charter. What's the punishment? Your, the money is not going with you. Okay, got it. The money is not going right. with you. So with the charter schools, the parents have to transport. Got it. Yeah. But we don't have a taxed state. It, we pay by fees. Correct. Pennsylvania has, you pay three, like 3% or something income tax. So there is more monies that come in. There's more people. I don't even know if there's more people at this point. Yeah, don't don't know. But but it is a very interesting thing, and it's going to change real estate. It will change real estate as For we sure. know it because the, everyone will be so mobile with their kids going to school. It's just like the transfer portal for football. The transfer portal, FSU kids were able to um, pretty much go wherever they wanted because of COVID. They allowed them more flexibility. They didn't have to just stay at FSU. No, I want to leave and go to LSU, so I lose a year of my eligibility because I'm switching schools. That's gone. They can transfer. But it kind of causes craziness within the, the football players because they can go anywhere they want at any time they want. So how do you train them? How do you coach them? Like all that. And that's going to be kind of the same thing. If the SCOTUS knocks that down and says, no, you're paying. The kid is entitled to this fund just because he's Catholic or Baptist or Mormon doesn't mean that that should go away. So it should be really interesting because, you know, sure. location. It's yeah. all about location. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and I've wondered about this anyway, just by virtue of COVID and the fact that many are just at home mm -hmm. and where we were seeing such a large, in my opinion, a large change where people were downsizing mm -hmm. because they wanted more upgrades and less space where it's kind of reversing that mm -hmm. where they need more space, but they still want the upgrades that as that is happening a lot of those, a lot of the places that people are finding are in different areas than they may otherwise choose because mm -hmm. they're making different decisions and they may not have the same amount of available income and or less, if you will, considering the price of everything these days. And so as they're making these decisions, they may have to go to a different area, which has a different school system. But quite frankly, does it really matter if you're not there anyways, if you're at home? So I believe both of them I know. have Well there's another I think things. it was Virginia this week. They're like, We're just we're just gonna everyone's gonna stay home on Fridays because it just feels good. Well, those parents have to work. Yes. I mean, there's just so much chaos around this fliberty gibbity. It's chaos. And we wonder why we can't get people to work. Because people of, don't want to. Well and a lot of times, and I think people have reassessed themselves, their lives, and everything that goes along with it. So as they are making these decisions, it is, is it worth it to me to go back to work? And can I even, because I'm so unpredictable, who wants to feel like they're a failure going to work because they have to ask for every Friday off or every Thursday mm -hmm. off? Or It's hard to plan your life that way. Kids are enough when you know you have to go to work. And when there is a schedule, now it's all over the map. So how do you do it? It's awful. It's awful. So stick with us, yay! Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse with Scott Coward. 850-656-0009. Lately I've been counting stars. 
And I'm sorry that I broke your heart It's something that I didn't want for you But I'm stepping on broken glass And I know this is my Welcome back, Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. And that was not my dad's favorite song. So. No, but it's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> it, is. it is absolutely one I of my love favorite it. songs. I listen to it a lot this week. It's a it's a great song. I miss song. her. I do too. Somebody for the she first time, I think, sang one of her songs on The Voice oh, this yeah. season. I was like, why? Was it that Wendy who I like I with the poncho, with the cape? She wears a cape. It could have been. Not sure. Black Girl Wendy. No, I know who you're talking about. She's the backup singer. Yeah. Um, and she wears a cape because she. Hell she, of a voice. Yeah, she does. She fell and broke her arm. And oh, that's whatnot. why she so, wears a cape. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not like Molly's like mom. She's your vibe. <laughs> I, well, I like. Her I cape. like her, and I like her too, and I do like her cape. I like her cape. I know why she's doing it. I didn't realize it was because of her arm. Yeah, she fell on stage. Like she, on, speaking of the voice, do you like um, a girl named Tom? I do. That's who I like. Favorite. That's my favorite. I think they're so good. Yeah, I do. They're so so good. So. I think that they have a lot more possibility, considering their age and that no one's really worked with them. I mean, it's just a completely different. They they were thing. really remind me of the Bee Gees when the Bee Gees first came out, because their harmonies, the way they sing. I mean, you can't replicate that. They're like the Brady Bunch meets the Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. Just really good harmonizing. They're, like, they're, they're very they're good. They're brothers and sisters, I yeah. believe. And, um, very good. It, yeah. I found some old... I love how they... I mean, it's my 70s music, which I love. They did a Jolene. They did... Um, Dust in the Wind was really, really well done. And that's not a song I like. But they made it beautiful. Wichita Lineman, they did... Oh, it was nice. It, I don't know if the voice, because I don't watch it. I just get the feedback from Molly, and then I watch the videos the next day. And I don't know if they'll sing something more modern or if they just yeah, really I trying to stick with it. I haven't been watching it. I've been watching it erratically. So I just watch it whenever I have the opportunity to. And I, like, I don't watch it. I do videos. like Wendy, but I like them. I think their voice is just so pure. Yeah, it, they're definitely good. They have poss- mm-hmm. the, the two of them have, are both. Are I'll have to go back and see if she looks Of course, I didn't watch last song. night, so I don't know who got kicked off. I mean, they could be gone for all I know. <laughs> Just I don't, don't either. Know. I didn't watch. Yeah. Because I was driving home from Leesburg. Yeah, so I just don't know. In the fog. It's so foggy at night. It is foggy at night. And then you got to worry about those deer. I know. There was I mean, a lot on 59 yeah, on the way I mean, home. Could everyone go out? Is hunt season still on? I, I mean, you have, you, why are you looking? On why are you even looking at me and asking <laughs> that? Like, you I can just no... go to fit, Route 59 in Lloyd and just take care of those yeah, deer like, that be nice. I have no idea. I mean, you really have to be defensive driving. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And if you're driving a little car, be careful. So what are you doing for Christmas? You're staying here. I'm staying. I'm staying here. I did uh, Thanksgiving in New York. What the, so how was it? it did was, you get shot? No, I'm still here. <laughs> did not get shot. Did you get mugged? I did not get mugged. Oh, good. I got car sick. Jacked? That's all. I got sick. Yeah, you did. But I didn't really get sick until the the flight back. It was like the altitude and the weather change. Yeah. And, I got, and the, I got the head cold. But then it went away. Thank goodness. How was the shopping? 
Did you find anything good? Good, you know. Was it pretty? Did you see all the windows? That's the part I really went for, is the windows and the the people and the experience more so than. I mean, I've done it before, but. Do you have some pizza? I didn't. I don't really like pizza. Weird. I don't really like pizza. I don't really like cheese, so it's not, uh, a, it's not a thing for me. I would have been like, "Can I get a bagel and a piece of pizza as soon as I get no, off the but, plane?" No, okay. So if most and people, not in that order. If most people may or may not know, but I'm not a big like polo Ralph Lauren wearing guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I do have a few things, but I feel like his decorative vibe is very similar to mm-hmm. mine, and so it is. I, so I follow him a lot with regards to that, and so he has a flagship store on Madison mm-hmm. Avenue, but it's not like in Madison Avenue where everybody else is. It's further down, bought old buildings and, and restored them and just absolutely beautiful. But Ralph now has a coffee shop. Oh. But I have to go way down there to get to it. Hold on. I go to Saks. I walk out and right there in the middle of Rockefeller Center, they have like one of those little buses, uh-huh. streamlines. Or yeah. what is the, I don't the, know. You know, where it's like a camper, but it's yeah. not. And they're serving coffee out of it and it says Ralph's Coffee. That was it? That that was probably my favorite thing that happened until my daughter drops her earbud out and it goes underneath it and it's raining. So you want to know how I got sick? Because I'm underneath there oh, trying to find this. Did you get it with your skinny self? Well, eventually I had to push her up in there in, in order to get it. But we got it and all was well. But I was so excited that Ralph's Coffee was there. and so now Was I, it good? It It's my favorite coffee. Can you buy it? I did. Can you buy it here? No. Wow. But you can buy it and have it sent here. Oh, nice. So I did. Four bags. I'm sure the packaging is beautiful. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. I had bonuses. I have an Ulta credit card. So, you know, now's the time. You get all the... I have no idea what you mean. Now's Ulta? the time. No, I know it. Ulta. All the gift sets. <laughs> like, all the gift sets. When you go into Ulta, all the makeup gift sets are there. Oh, they give away, you know. Right. And I was like, I'm going to get some Chanel. Because I needed to spend $60 to get five times the points. You know, you got to spend to get... So I went and bought Chanel eye makeup on. It's so smooth and soft and silky. I was like, hmm. So I like Chanel. I like Gucci too, but they don't sell Gucci makeup. I like, well, I have a problem with Gucci. So (laughs) Balenciaga and Gucci have now merged or one has bought the other. And so I go into Saks and I see this great looking, what I thought was a Gucci bag. So I go up to it and there's B's on it. Not G's, but B's. No. Like Balenciaga. And no. I was like, okay, please tell me we're not in the land of Bucci. Like, wh- why is oh, this? Oh, yeah. Why it is would it, be Bucci. Right. Well, it's a B. I'm like, why do we? It's a Gucci bag, but with Bs. And I'm like, it felt like Chinatown. Uh-huh. I'm like, I hope nobody buys that. It was probably like $4,500. It was very expensive. But I don't think that's long lasting. Mm-hmm. I mean, Balenciaga still has their thing. Gucci still has their thing. But they're trying sad. to do this collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have liked to have been at that table. So what are the trends? Were there any trends up there? The trends that I saw, which was... It reminded, any color trends? It reminded me of the 90s. I don't know if you recall Gap, whenever they came out with all these pastels during um, during the holidays. Uh-huh. So... The leather pants were like light, light blue and and um, oh, you gotta be and so blush thin. and ivories. So it was Jesus. it was very fresh. It wasn't the dark, gloomy mm. New York that I know it to be and love. By the way, so I mean, because my color palette's like a bruise, like I always say. <laughs> it I mean, it's, 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 are it's blue, white, you know, gray and black. That's it. So I was amazed at how 
colorful wow. everything was. Would and you wear baby blue leather pants? I, I wouldn't wear leather <laughs> pants, but my my daughter who was with me, who was very thin, you know, put them on and they looked great on her and she bought a pair. And by that, I mean, I bought her a pair. <laughs> so, but they were very pretty. Um, oh, I'm sure they were beautiful. It's just what's, it's just not what I know, you know, winter colors. Very today. different. Yeah. And back in the day so, where Gap was doing things that they came out with all of this, you know. The Christmas l- trees. What were the trends in the Christmas trees in the windows? It's was not it a, traditional? It's not a lot of Christmas trees. It's more with Christmas elements. So for, you know, Bergdorf, it was a, a high-end, um, like going to a holiday party. Mm-hmm. At uh, Saks, it was a lot of that. And then they had some, like, Harry Potter-looking stuff that was high-end dolls and whatnot and, and very Christmassy related. So... It was just very interesting that everything seemed to me to be kind of very different and not so cohesive because Mm. it's like a lot of, I think people are having trouble still getting things and so they're making what they can. And each window made sense, but the whole, typically when you walk down Saks, the whole thing makes sense. And And they couldn't really do that right now. Well, I mean, it felt like it made sense. It just wasn't cohesive. Like if I was in a house and I'm walking through the house and it just felt like all over the place, I wouldn't like it that much. The rooms didn't kind of flow. Right, but each room, beautiful in its own right. But if it doesn't have something that kind of ties it all together, it kind of loses its flair. What do you mean by that? Because I don't think people understand what that means, ties it all together. Like if if this isn't your jam, what does that mean? Like a fourth grader. Like, I mean, to me, you can have different elements. And I guess I call my style cultivated or, you know, just traveled because I pick up things wherever I pick them up. But if my look is a very edited look, so if I had one look that's completely crazy and, you know, uh, current, if you will, and then I've got a oriental, very edited look, and then I've got a, you know, a, a very traditional look all of those rooms could be like a theme. Yeah. All of those rooms could be brilliant in their own right, but I would mix elements of each of those into every room so that it's cohesive as a grouping instead of, Oh, there's the Oriental room. There's the current Mm -hmm. room there. So there's the traditional room. So when you have it like that, it, it confuses people. I believe it does. So I try to kind of bring it all together by incorporating. And when you have nothing, it confuses them too. Yeah, there's that for sure. I mean, it's both extremes, right? Right. Nothing to all that. And they're like, oh, why did you do that? Patty Wilson and Scott Coward, 850-656-999. Stick with us. We have one more segment. We sell houses. Our company's called The Brokerage. Clever. Very clever. Very simple. It's 
Right Black here. and white, very simple, very clear. We know what we're doing. We can help you make money. Just give us a call, 850-656-0009. We do have a website. You can go to pattyandscott.com. Most of the houses are coming on and off really quick, so. They are. I mean, ours are, but, but I guess that everybody thinks that that's what's happening in today's market, and it is. The truth is, is that you're still leaving money on the table if you're not doing it the way we're doing it. So you can sell your house, certainly. And be given a choice. Right. But I would prefer to get as most, the mo- most money out of something that I could if it were making minor modifications that allowed me to do so. How do you do that? You call us. Can we talk about what you were telling that realtor this week about how, basically flipping the script? They called. They said the house might need blankety blank blank. And you're like, well, how about you do... Instead of coming at it from a negative, coming at it. Oh, remember that? Yeah, well, I, it was a listing that we had coming up, and they were asking about the price, which we've talked about before. An offering price is just an offering it's price. Whether it's a dollar or whether it's 200000 even if the house was, quote-unquote, let's say, market worth 150 just for simplicity purposes. That coming at it immediately from the perspective of here's all the reasons that's what's wrong with the house even though i still want it in order to give you this amount of money and i said offer then offer what you think it's worth and we'll go from there but if it were me in today's market and it does happen to us because we also have a lot of buyers is that i would handle it from a different perspective and say I'm able to go in with people and explain that this is what this costs and this is what this is. But just because those things need to be done does not mean that it's not already taken into consideration with regards to the price. So they're looking at it and going, okay, it's a shirt, and I'm going to wait for the shirt to be 50% off. But the shirt shirt was never really worth $60 in the first place. It was worth $30. So if we're marking it at $30, you can't wait for it to be $15 because if you do, it's going to be gone. And that's what's happened to this realtor and slash their customer. She keeps missing out. Right. She keeps missing out on contracts. And yet what I was told by her is that she's been unable to get one under contract. Well, this is why, is that you're coming at it. I didn't tell her this, but this is because it's not my responsibility. It's not my customer, but... Truth be told, is get somebody who understands how the the perceived value and the, the market value of something. And if they know that, you have to go into it knowing that it's already been reduced or it already looks like it's been accommodated for. Just because something is moderately different and there was really nothing wrong. It was, I don't like where the refrigerator is, so it's a $10,000 change in the kit it's not that but that doesn't mean the house is worth ten thousand dollars that is that is absolutely and correct. that is what people don't and get that's what i was trying to explain to her and it's not a subtraction on that it and it's not. not dollar for dollar subtraction it's not but i also have the privilege of listening to you a lot talking about just appraisals and kind of the way that things look and that's where my train of thought went and the way i described it to her not in appraisal terms but just and saying that that doesn't mean it's worth $10,000 less. It's, it's an open And kitchen. by the way, it's not $10,000. No, it's not. So It really isn't. It literally is in the perfect place. I mean, they're you just, just, you just she's don't just like, throwing out a number that she heard correct. one time. So at that point, it just is you want to offer something less. So just offer what you're going to offer, but be okay if you don't get the deal. But coming at it immediately and start 
telling people what's wrong with something without yeah, she, any knowledge. They call of, and they'll and they're automatically throwing out objections. Well, I'm like, well, if you don't like the house, why are you making an offer? That is my point. Is that it, and all, now you told of, me the realtor and people don't get it. If the realtor doesn't like the house, you're gonna have a problem. Right, for sure. You better hire a realtor who likes what you like, because if you don't. Now, she's already come in pretty much aggressive, not assertive, but aggressive, saying, I already don't like these things. So even if I come in at full price, 150 on that inspection, we're, you're going to be getting to, you're going oh, to be negotiating That's for the next said, 30 days. I said to you on the phone, I said that the moment that that starts, it never ends. I'm never so, doing it. Right. So it, from a selling agent perspective, which in this case, we're the selling agent. I would recommend because it's not our decision, but I would recommend to the sellers to take that wait. to take that into consideration and honestly wait. And I told her, I told the other realtor, I said, "Why don't you wait on even presenting an offer? Because we're talking about something that's coming soon. So they're trying to get ahead of the game. You cannot get ahead of the game in that way. It's not even on the market yet. Why would somebody even want to do that? They wouldn't." From a selling perspective. And there's literally under 200, there's nothing. Population zero. Nothing. Correct. So if it has a decent roof, a decent water heater, and a decent AC, and, and you don't like it, then all, don't buy it. And all three are true. Someone else will. Correct. Which is okay. It's your prerogative. But that's not this market. So it just, it just oh, I guess, woke me in terms of the way that I saw things and my thought process and the way that it was being approached another good way to say that is to the sellers they really do believe it's five dollars for every thousand every yes. five dollars for every Absolutely. one dollar so if they're coming in and saying it needs a new because you don't like where the refrigerator is even though you could just move the location of the refrigerator with one water line it's an open kitchen you can do with it whatever you want correct that's five hundred dollars to get a plumber to do it not ten thousand but they she's already extrapolated it correct but the real cost is not that much. No, and quite frankly, where the refrigerator was, and this is just my professional opinion, is where it should be. It just wasn't what she, it wasn't built in the way that she thought it should be. But nor here nor there. It's so still, run a piece of wood alongside right, and build well, it in. Well, that's my head, right? So I get that. But I'm like, listen, we've done enough upgrades already. That was already taken in consideration, or I would have changed it. And everything I mean, like that. Right, because what I did was, I mean, there used to be an island in there, which we took, oh, you out. took it out. I mean, which totally transformed the place and opened it up. But the refrigerator was fine where it was located. It's just, that's preference at that point. But it doesn't make it worth any less money. It really doesn't. And not, they not, don't, a, not, not and at all. realtors do not understand it. Realtors who are not have any appraisal background, they don't understand it. They cannot understand. I, I don't even know how to convey it to anybody. But I will tell you this. There used to be 45,000 appraisers in this state. It was like 48,000. There's 4,500. So 4,500 appraisers so a now. Tenth. A tenth. Massive retirement because they don't want to take the BS that comes along with being a realtor and dealing with uh, being an appraiser, dealing with the realtors, dealing with the bar. Why didn't you give me this? Why didn't you give me that? Why, why, why? Because your house is crap. But I can't put your house as crap. I have to give you every other reason why. It, it It's a mess. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. it you wouldn't be an appraiser? Yeah. I don't really appraise I would much not. anymore. I answer questions for people, and that's pretty much it. I would it. not. But that it really won't. I mean, it's the functionality of the kitchen, and because the kitchen's open, it's a functional kitchen. It's Unlike the one where I showed Radio John, where that 
freaking barge of an island. It was like, it was the size of your desk. No lie. It was mass. It was bigger than this, right, John? Bigger than the radio. It was bigger than this. And then you can't lower. Now, that was a functional issue that I pointed out. That's that's a functional issue. And to me, that's a, a reduction for two reasons. Functionality, but also I now have to pay to remove something that doesn't work and fix it. Now, that makes sense. This is... I either don't like the location and or it's not like there's not a place for it. It's not like it's not situated properly. It's completely wide open. So there's no there's no reason to have a problem with it. But even if that were the case, and I thought if that 355 house that you were showing Radio John, you would say, okay, at 280, I could understand and it. And then we talked about that. Yeah. Makes I sense. could understand it, but you can't go in on something that is not even open to the public yet. And yet you're already trying to get a discount by telling me all the reasons that's wrong with it when there's nothing on the market, population zero. So the whole point of it is find somebody that can advocate on your behalf and, and that tells solved. you the truth. Problem solved. But I would also tell somebody the truth and say it's worth it's worth one fifty as it is. It is. So I understand you don't like where it's located, and it's moderately, it'd be a moderate price change, if meaning what you'd have to spend to move it. Mm-hmm. It literally is a waterline, but it's, it's water wide line. open. You do whatever you want. But that, but that realtor and a lot of other realtors can't think like that. Can't, don't, and, and a lot of it's time on task and experience. And you know, I had the pleasure of working on a team where I was able to really learn, and you have so many transactions, so you can learn those things, so you can go, oh, I can do that. I can move this here. How would you feel about that, Mr. Buyer? Oh, Mr. Buyer would like it moved here. Well, it's $500. How do you feel about it? Much better. Right. Well, I still don't think the house is worth it. Well, then it's probably not the house for you. That's the key. That's the key. Not this the house over for you. Already. I know. It was so fast. Wow. It's a quick, quick, quick. We had a lot to talk about. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Long. It's Patty Wilson and Patty's Playhouse. It's House Talk with a Happy Ending. Every time. Scott Coward, 850 656 0009.